0: Arguments About Nothing is brought to you by Valentine's Day, reminding us gals that we haven't podcasted in a while.
1: Welcome back to Arguments About Nothing. I'm Shelby Samsel.
0: I'm Hannah Bennett.
1: And it has been too
0: damn
1: long.
0: Has it been like 10 months or
1: something? I don't know. I don't know when we put that in the last podcast, but... We have been very inconsistent. We we started off
0: 2022 with a bang, and we were like, we're going to make this season two, and we're <laughs> going to start fresh, and then like two episodes later, we just never did any more episodes. Yeah. Sorry, guys.
1: We're going to try to be better in 2023, but who knows? The world has been sending us a lot of curveballs, so we're just
0: doing our best exactly and you know we had our reasons uh oh yeah we life is life has been interesting life has been different life has been really wonderful in some ways and life has been america in 2022 in some ways
1: yeah for sure we've both have lost our jobs since the last time we spoke yes that's a big part (laughs) of it really (laughs) very big part of it Um, but who doesn't need to laugh these days? You know
0: what I mean? We certainly do, or especially me, since I am still unemployed. Are we laughing? Are we crying? You'll never know. Potato, potato, it's all kind of the same, right? This is why we don't do video with our (laughs) podcast. Yeah, but we're back, and we're better than ever. And I was was thinking, you know, I should do our our standard lead-in Explaining what this podcast is for people who have never listened to us before. Yeah. Um, But it's been so damn long that I couldn't even remember it. Um, I started to say that everything's made up and the points don't matter. And I was like, no, (laughs) No. that's that's whose line is it anyway?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would say that. However, we might get sued. Exactly. We don't make any money. So what are they going to take, you know?
0: And I've already announced I'm unemployed on the podcast, so do your worst, Drew Carey.
1: Yeah, Drew Carey seems like a spiteful man.
0: If you listen to our podcast, you would know that you like him as a, a hometown girl. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that's not our intro lead-in. Our lead-in is that Arguments About Nothing is a podcast in which we discuss silly hypothetical situations seriously, as if they are something, when in fact, they are obviously nothing.
1: Yeah. Usually we start this with a segment of a question from America's little sister, my little sister, your little sister, but especially Hannah's little sister. But I don't know if we have any sister questions today.
0: Well, Shelby, I can tell you that I remembered to ask my sister if she had any would you rather questions for Kate's Corner today exactly one hour ago, <laughs> um, <laughs> even though we planned to do this about a week ago. But. I did remember ahead of time, and she came through like a champion, like a Katie, a champion. Kate
1: pulling so. through, always there for us. The best little sister I have ever had. Exactly,
0: <laughs> and certainly <laughs> the best little sister I've ever had. Um, so yeah, we have a Kate's corner today, and I'll just go ahead and jump right into it. The Kate's corner question is: Would you rather be stuck in a plane? Next to someone trying to convert you to their religion. Or someone who smells really bad and breathes really loudly. I kind of had both of these things happen to me. Oh, I mean, I've definitely had the latter happen to me. I've had uh, the former happen to me, but not on a plane.
1: Yeah, well, I was taking a flight in Vietnam, I think, from, like from southern Vietnam to northern Vietnam. And I was seated next to this guy who... Um, was trying to convert me to Christianity cuz like mm. most people in Vietnam are not Christian. Uh-huh. I think I think they're Buddhist but don't don't quote me on that. Um and so he was like a Christian sort of evangelical. Uh and he was, he was seated next to me and he asked me if I like had accepted the love of Jesus into my heart. And I'm a I'm I'm an atheist agnostic person um but I am a white person from America so I just said yes. <laughs> And he was like, the best way to stop someone from trying to convert you is to tell them you have already been converted.
0: It's like when somebody asks you if you already have like a rewards card. Just yeah, tell them like, yes so they won't fight with you.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I was just like, yeah, I celebrate Christmas and Easter and I'm from America. So yeah, I'm Christian. And he was like, oh, oh. Okay, great. And then he pulled out his Bible and he read his Bible and he, left me a
0: lot. <laughs> he didn't have anything to say to you. Yeah, exactly. My my fear would be that somebody, you would say that to somebody and then they'd want to talk Christian to you all flight, you know, like they'd want to be like telling you all about their church and asking you about their church, your church. And yeah, I don't really know how long I could keep up that lie. I will also admit that I sort of kind of like debating people <laughs> about religion. So I might be tempted to say no and then just be like, what are you going to do about it? You know, but that's, I it's, love not that for you. it's not constructive.
1: It's not constructive. I like to protect my peace. That's what I'm doing in 2023 is trying to protect my peace. I usually say,
0: No, but everyone has already tried to convert me to all the religions and I've said no to all of them. So thank you. And then I just put my headphones in and ignore them.
1: That's a good way to go about it. I have also, what was the second one? You're sitting next to someone stinky? Yeah. And who breathes loudly. Okay. I don't, well, so I was once sat next to a guy who was uh, vaping on a plane. (laughs) Oh, wow. The, 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 The flight attendant didn't stop him? He wasn't openly vaping. That was the problem. He was Ah. like every so often he'd like stick his face into his hoodie (laughs) and then like smoke would just sort of billow out his sleeves. (laughs) Very nice.
0: Very discreet, sir
1: yeah and he only did like it was only an hour plane ride and he probably did it about four times so it was like every 15 minutes or so and i was like it would suck to be so addicted to something that you can't even go an hour without it you know like yeah actively on a plane you know what i mean like that's just so fucking bold
0: oh for sure it's annoying i once had to sit next to a guy that smelled like farts and it was uh a plane ride did he
1: smell like farts or was he actively farting
0: He, at first, I thought he was farting a lot, but then like (laughs) eight hours later, he still smelled like farts, and I was like, I'm not sure if this is either the world's longest gas explosion or if he just smells like farts, but it was a really, really long played (laughs) ride, and I didn't get any sleep.
1: I thought you were going to say, I didn't know if he... If this was the world's longest fart or if he had shit his pants <laughs> <laughs> that's possible too <laughs> is the other option yeah how long was the flight with this um farty mcfarterson
0: i don't remember exactly how long it was but it was the flight from beijing china to new york Ooh, i've done that flight it's like 13 18 hours maybe yeah it's a, it's the, across the world it's the whole world so yeah that's no good it wasn't fun I didn't sleep at all that was my one of my worst travel experiences I mean I guess I've had quite a few but yeah that was a hard one um so I well, think I would have to pick the religious person trying to convert me I, I also like you know I have like auditory issues where I can't yeah I, it bothers me to have to like listen to somebody loudly you know, sucking on a hard candy or something. So I think between the the bad smell and the auditory triggers, no, no thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing for me, I think I might agree with you, which is like a horror beyond horror, but like with a religious person, like you can just be kind of like mean to them and and ignore that. Like you have more agency. Right. If someone smells bad, there's like you have no recourse. Right. You can't, like you, can yeah, you can't wash them. Yeah, can't be
0: like. Um, excuse me. They handed me this uh, towelette when I got on the plane, and I'd like you to use it on your body, please. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, there's just like nothing you can really do. So I would definitely go religious person for sure. Yeah.
0: Well, here we are, folks. Beginning of 2023, and we've immediately agreed with each other. So we're off to a, a
1: terrible start um we'll see we'll see how these go it's been a while since i was writing these questions regularly so would you rather be a triangle or a square
0: hmm interesting i i love how abstract it is
1: yeah and i wanna I wanna preface. I'm not asking you if you would want a triangular body or a square body. I'm asking you if you would rather be a triangle or a square
0: yeah and and I guess it's basically just a a fancy way of saying, what is your f- favorite shape i I mean,' because
1: yeah. cause you wouldn't be sentient or would you be? I mean, up to you. This this question was inspired because my boyfriend told me about one of the most memorable dreams he ever had. He was a triangle and he lived on graph paper.
0: <laughs> Aw, that's so adorable.
1: Yeah. That's like a I Pixar have...
0: movie. That's like a Pixar short right there.
1: Yeah, I have nightmares almost every night and my boyfriend dreams about being a triangle. So Um, That just kind of paints a picture of what roles we play in our relationship.
0: I mean, I had a dream last night that I had to try and pick out baby names for a pregnant ex coworker of mine. And the first baby name that I suggested
1: to them was Lust. Everyone tells me that I like crazy baby names, but baby (laughs) name Lust is even... Like a little too far for me. And I once tried to float <laughs> Compass as a name. I so. know on
0: this podcast you tried to float Compass as a name. Yeah.
1: And I stand by that more than lust. Was it a specific coworker or just like a nameless pregnant coworker?
0: No, it was um it was an old co-worker of mine from back when I lived in Raleigh who was recently pregnant and uh but who has had her baby and would never name her child Lust, and neither would I, for that matter. Um, I think it was kind of a joke name, because the other name I suggested was Caleb,
1: (laughs) so it's quite a difference. That's an interesting juxtaposition, Lust and Caleb.
0: You know, if it's a girl, Lust. If it's a boy, (laughs) Caleb.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like... You know, if you have a boy, you want Caleb because that sounds like a middle school geometry geometry teacher. Sure. And if you have a girl, you want Lust because Open like OnlyFans is really uh popping off right now.
0: It's pretty much the only way to make a living anymore, what well, with all the layoffs. So uh truly. You're just setting her up for success.
1: <laughs> yeah. In late stage capitalism, yeah. we're all either geometry teachers or uh OnlyFan models, and that's the only options for us. Yeah.
0: Um so Wait, triangles so and squares. <laughs> <laughs> so triangles and squares. <laughs>
1: uh we've deviated I quite love a bit how we went from the most like pg-13 question of, would you rather be a triangle or a square and we got to strippers <laughs> we got to OnlyFans.
0: <laughs> all paths lead to OnlyFans in late stage capitalism
1: i think i would rather be a triangle let me tell you why i want to hear it triangles are the strongest shape that's that's like what, what make- i was gonna say yeah, they make you all the answers and stuff out of it. They're, like, really good for engineering. I don't really – I can't really talk too much about why triangles are important because I don't understand math. I could really stand to be with a Caleb um, because <laughs> they teach geometry. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Try And, like, there's, like, negative associations with being square. Like, you're a nerd or you're not cool. I love being a not cool nerd, though.
0: That's true. You do love that. I do love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know what's funny? I also was going to say triangle because it's the strongest shape. But the only reason that I know that it's the strongest shape is because they talked about it on the British comedy show Taskmaster. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and that's not really a reliable source of geometry information.
1: I know this because my 7th grade woodshop teacher talk, talk, told us about oh. it. Oh. And so I no longer remember that man's name, but I do think that he was a credible source.
0: That, I mean, if anyone is going to be, that man is going to be. His name was probably
1: Caleb, so. <laughs> probably Caleb. Mr. Caleb, for sure.
0: I think. Uh, I think we're both going with triangles then. His first name was
1: Dwayne i remember that (laughs) even better his last name though um okay well i think we're both going triangles because it's the strongest shape and we know nothing else about that yep okay done and done cool um we are the same person so far so this is gonna be really interesting to our audience who have been waiting for months and months and months to hear our voices again to hear arguments about nothing yeah um Fuck Mary Kill, ooh, this'll stir it up. Reese's Puffs, cinnamon toast crunch, or Captain Crunch. This is this is
0: difficult, and I know for Good. sure we're gonna disagree
1: for sure. Does that mean you're doing something bad to Reese's Puffs? Yes, that's wow, why okay. we're gonna disagree. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, yep. I just blew
0: out my mic because, like, damn. I knew I knew. as soon as you said it, I was like, uh-oh, it's going
1: to be a fight. <laughs> I feel personally betrayed.
0: So they're, they're, I'm sorry, Captain Crunch, Reese's Puffs, and Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah, the three best cereals. Oh, interesting. Are they the three best cereals? I think I yes. disagree with you on that, too. What? Name one cereal
1: that's better than those three.
0: You can't. It's impossible. Honey Bunches
1: of Oats. Are you 85 years old? I'm 100% serious. It's okay, Hannah. We can still uh, edit that out on the podcast. You don't have to tell anyone you said that. I will keep that secret forever. Even
0: when I was a child and my grandmother, when I was like eight, my grandmother would ask what kind of cereal we should have. I would tell her Honey Bunches of Oats because that was my favorite. That explains
1: a lot about your personality to me.
0: Well... I am a square and it's
1: been immediately proven. (laughs) Wait, so (laughs) what is your fucking merit kill with the options available? Okay, well this is why you're gonna get
0: mad at me. Are you
1: ready? I mean, after the shenanigans you just pulled saying honey bunches of oats are like I think you lost all credibility at this point. So Yeah, but it's about to get worse. It's about to get worse. Are you ready? Yeah.
0: I've never had Reese's Puff Cereal. Hannah, how have we been friends this long? (laughs) I'm Uh, blown away. Well, I'm older than you. You have to remember. And I think (laughs) that that's... So you have
1: had more opportunities
0: to eat Reese's for breakfast. But when really the time in my life when I ate cereal was when I was a kid. And when I was a kid, Reese's Puff cereal didn't exist yet. It didn't exist... When I there was a are ki- a Reese's kid.
1: Puff cereal
0: in my house this moment. Wow. I'm not going to tell you what's in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's fiber one, but I have to lower Hannah! my cholesterol.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, we cannot trust her. <laughs> I've never had it. Tomatoes? It wasn't
0: available when I was a child. The other two were available, so that's really okay, all the information you- I have to go off of.
1: How do you justify buying fiber one? I need to lower my cholesterol. I'm an old lady now. I'm an old Okay, scri- I thought you were going to start talking about your poops. So at least that is better No, than what I thought. So, no, it's
0: all about cholesterol, which is like boring. Wow. Okay. I just, we need to stop this line of discussion <laughs> immediately in our comedy podcast. So anyway, I'm going to kill Reese's Puffs because I've never had them and I don't have any information to go off of. I'm sorry.
1: They're so good. They're the best cereal.
0: I'm gonna fuck Captain Crunch because he's a captain. So at least, you know, yeah. there's like some yeah. some sort of you know, human-esque physical form there. And sure. I'm gonna marry uh hun- or I'm gonna marry Cinnamon Toast Crunch because it's the best, tastiest one and the one that I would want to spend my life with.
1: Okay. Um we disagree a lot. Um, I know. I think entirely.
0: Are you gonna kill
1: I- cinnamon toast crunch because it's the best one? No, I'm gonna fuck cinnamon toast crunch. Okay, phew. Okay. Uh, and then I'm gonna marry Reese's Puffs because Reese's Puffs has got me through almost every stretch- stressful situation in my entire life, wow. including yeah. I mean, when during 2020 when I had the worst job of my life, <laughs> I. Didn't have time to cook ever, so I was just buying like family size boxes of Reese's Puffs Aww. and eating eating them dry. Aww, that's almost as sad as my Fiber One story. I mean, yeah, but mine was because I was being held hostage by late stage capitalism. Yes, and yours was an
0: act of choice you made. So no, it was not. It was doctor recommended.
1: You think I would do that to myself on purpose? okay anyway so yeah reese's puffs anytime i'm feeling sad surprise me with a box of reese's puffs things are looking bright okay well this is good to know anytime
0: uh you want to surprise me with a box of reese's puffs so i can try them for the first time that would also be great
1: yeah i absolutely i will surprise you with reese's puffs at some point in the future they're great i love them they're honestly like just good as a snack Maybe better as a snack than a meal, I would say. Okay, But this means that you're killing the captain. Yes, I'm killing the captain. I think Captain Crunch has an okay flavor, but a terrible, like, it really hurts the roof of my mouth, which has always been true. The mouthfeel is not great with Captain Crunch. Yeah. You're right. And, like, the flavor is fine, but, like, I think Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Reese's Puffs, like, way better.
0: I mean, there are no honey bunches of votes, but still. (laughs) (laughs) sorry i just said that to annoy you um yeah
1: so what's it let's move on okay well i'm glad we disagreed um i'm really sorry that your life has been biased towards honey bunches of oats because there's just so much better out there but this question may be better okay would you rather go on a date in an animal onesie and you're yes your date has no like you show up it's not because like you're the only one in the bar in a onesie, you know, <laughs> and your okay. date does not understand why you're in a onesie. You just have, still don't hate this idea. You have just decided onesie or without having showered in four days. I
0: think that's hard. That's a hard question. Yeah.
1: Can I can
0: I like do a little sink pit wash kind of thing? You can like or does that break the question? You
1: cannot wash anything, but you can put stuff on. Like you can put a perfume on. You can like okay. put dry shampoo on. But you cannot like take soap to any part of your body, I don't think. Okay.
0: I think I've gotten to the point because this was my pandemic project, like other people learned skills and like figured out how to make arts and crafts, and I trained my hair not to be so greasy by showering for increasingly long, in- or not showering for increasingly long intervals. Okay, love that for you. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we all had to have a hobby, right? Yeah. So mine was uh, not showering. M- I love Not showering. How
1: your hobby was not doing. So- It really takes up a lot of time not showering. Well, it takes up some mental space. (laughs) You know know what my hobbies are? Not rock climbing. (laughs) Same. same. I am a pro not rock climber. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So anyway, I think my hair can now effectively go four days without being the most disgusting thing ever. Which means if I can just like cover up the stank with some nice perfume I think I could get through like a first date coffee date and you know nobody's going home with anybody but you know good enough for a first date coffee date easier to explain like easier to cover up so that he never knows in a onesie I love the whimsy of it and I <laughs> part of me just wants to do it anyway like just as an anthropological experiment
1: I think it's a really manic pixie dream girl move to show up in a onesie with no explanation. I mean, if he still wants to see you after that,
0: you know, it's, (laughs) I guess, bodes well. Or maybe it doesn't bode well. I'm not actually sure what that means. Yeah. By the way, this should go, this should, uh, this should be said now because it's been, A year or 10 months since we started or since we last did this podcast, but I also have a boyfriend now. Big news. I know. Big Hannah life news. Fully official. So, So I have to do the disclaimer that Shelby did, which is that any discussion of dates at this point is purely hypothetical.
1: I mean, all the dates were always hypothetical. (laughs) Well, I would like to preface. Please don't go back into the archive and try to figure out which ones were real because they were never real.
0: No, they sometimes were real, but Shelby always told you when they were real.
1: (laughs) Well, I guess there was that one time.
0: No, there was more than one time. There was.
1: (laughs) I mean, we not have to rehash the past. (laughs) I need to not believe that those exist. (laughs) (laughs) I. Hate to say, but I think I agree with you. Cause like, just you just don't get too close. You know what I mean? Like, you put on extra deodorant. You put on some perfume. You put your hair up into sort of a bun. Throw some exactly, you know, dry shampoo on it. You put makeup on. As long as you like, don't get too touchy feely. I think I would feel more confident in that situation than being in a onesie. It also, I think, really depends on, like, what you're doing, you know? Yeah. But I, like, really struggle to imagine the scenario in which, like, a onesie wouldn't be an insane choice. I mean, if
0: it's not Halloween or the one to two days preceding it, or maybe even one day after it, if it's not Halloween weekend, I would say...
1: You can't easily get away with it. Yeah. I mean, I would probably be more comfortable in the animal onesie, but I just don't think you could explain it. Right.
0: You'd have to have like a pretend reason why you had to do it. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a child's performer and I perform at parties and I came right from a party and I didn't have time to take off my onesie. Like, even that doesn't work. Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. So we're both going no shower. Um, yeah. let's see if we disagree on this. How much would someone have to pay you to get a two inch mystery tattoo? Where would you get it? Oh, uh, see, this is hard because like,
0: you know that I don't want a tattoo I <laughs> at all. I didn't realize that. I thought you just didn't know what you would get. Well, I can see myself getting like a, a small tattoo, but a two inch tattoo. Two inches is not that big. I'm trying to visualize it. I would have to get it. Is it really painful on the bottom of your foot?
1: Anywhere there's bone. I don't know how fleshy your foot is. But typically, Mm. like, there's a lot of nerves there. That's why people are tick... Anywhere you're ticklish can be extra painful.
0: Okay. I mean, this question would have been different in the days before I was unemployed. I don't know. I can't think of a number right yet. But what would you Wait. Do you think getting a tattoo would impact your employment prospects at this point in your life? No, I'm saying I need the money more. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: thought you were worried about job interviews,
0: and I'm like, no, no I'm just
1: fucking care. Get it on my calf. They're not gonna see it. Yeah, I have like a uh, a little like a one point five by one point five tattoo on my wrist, and I think I, everyone I work with has no idea that I have it. You know? Yeah.
0: No, I'm not worried about that, especially in these days and age. Like, I sh- I wouldn't want to work in a place where having a small tattoo was a problem. Yeah. The problem is that we don't know what the tattoo will be. So it still has yeah, to be somewhere where sure, you sure. can very, very easily hide it. Because you can't have and you can't be like, yeah, just put it on my shoulder. I don't mind if people see my tattoo. And then it's like a tattoo of like Bart
1: Simpson peeing on a tree or something. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, you can also get it covered up. Yeah. God forbid they put something like really offensive on you. I would just, like, cash in the money and then go back to a tattoo shop and immediately get it on, like, you know, something placed over it. Right. So
0: it'd have to be the cost of getting it removed plus, you know, plus, like, the the time and pain of it, you know, payment for that. Plus you want to make some kind of profit or else why go through it. Would you get it removed
1: or would you get a different tattoo on top of it? I mean, either or. Either, either way, it costs... Yeah. Money. For sure. Um and like the removals are never that good. So I'm I'm a fan of just getting something on top of it. Especially if it's small, it shouldn't be like a big issue to just get like yeah. something. For a mystery tat it's gonna be like in the thousands. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. It's just how many thousands?
1: I'm floating around a hundred thousand
0: in my mind right now. Oh, okay. I was way le- I was way less than you. I was floating around fifty thousand.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I also thought that, too, for a second. But I was, I don't know, like, it's hard. I don't have a very
0: good understanding of how much tattoos cost, so I don't...
1: know how... I mean, definitely not. Like, a sleeve might cost, like, $1,000. It, it like, really varies, but, like... Yeah. You could have, like, something very simple put over that for, like, 100 bucks probably. And it's, like... It's mystery. So it might actually be something you end up
0: liking yeah, and then it, you don't you even could, have to do anything. Yeah, for sure. It could just be like a flower that you don't find offensive and it doesn't really mean anything to you, but it's like, okay, it's there. Yeah,
1: you're right. Maybe I am closer to like 50 grand because like maybe I just get a tattoo that I like <laughs> or maybe I just end up getting forced to get another tattoo that, you know, is different. But then I'm yeah, still if it's- making like $49,000 in profit. Right. If it's not that much, I had it
0: in my head that tattoos cost more. Oh, no. I, I might even go lower than 50000 at that point then.
1: Yeah, I think you could probably get it covered, like, at most a couple hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, you know, you
0: got you to gotta pay enough to make it worth your while to do it. You yeah. got to pay enough to cover it up, and you got to pay enough to make up for the fact that you've gone through, like, the pain and the time and the weeks of, like, taking care of it afterwards and stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Taking care like, taking care of my tattoo didn't, was, like, I wore a Band-Aid over it for a couple days. But it did not, like, I put lotion on it and stuff. But it was not, like, a super difficult thing Nice, um, to do. I would probably get it maybe, like, on my thigh, like, the outside of my thigh
0: oh i see yeah okay kind of like like bo- nobody would ever see that yeah, there except my for hip. you yeah
1: and your boyfriend yeah and then like if i didn't like it i would just get like some like like a bird or something like over it that's a really good idea because it's also fleshy there so yeah it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt, hurt that as much. much no one would ever see it except for me um and it would be really easy to cover it up i
0: like that i was thinking like calf or back of leg or something for the same reason but i definitely think the leg is the way to go
1: yeah yeah for sure um okay and i think i'd lock in like i think it's got to be like a down payment on a house you know that's like Mm. how i feel about it right now okay but like so like i don't know maybe i'm talking myself down to like thirty thousand dollars
0: yeah, that, I mean, I was coming in somewhere thirty to
1: $40,000 yeah. when you told me that it wouldn't cost that much to get it fixed, so. And, like, yeah. a, a two-inch tattoo probably won't take that much time either. You're not in the chair for, like, sometimes, right. like, really intricate tattoos that are really big can take, like, a really long time. But I don't think that one would, It de- yeah. again, varies greatly depending on, like, what tattoo you get like if it's super intricate and has a lot of fine lines and stuff like that but
0: yeah or a lot of different the hard colors. thing for me the hard thing for me is honestly just like I'm afraid of needles so I think fair. it would be a pretty un, unhappy experience for me to get a tattoo oh. which is why I'm pretty opposed to them but my my unemployment brain is beating
1: out my needle fear that's fair like way more so my yeah like my tattoo didn't take that long at all um if you had to rename one food, what would it be and what would you call it? So an example being like, I don't like, you don't like that French fries are called French fries. So you rename them to Potato Fingers. Oh, I mean, I do like Potato Fingers.
0: <laughs> yeah, way better name. Why is oh, it as called French from- fries? Yeah, no, you should, Uh, you should tell the authority Whatever the French fry
1: authority is, the, the potato authority that uh, we've right. got a new name. Yes, exactly.
0: I'm sure they've just never thought of it before.
1: Yeah, I mean, like we call other fried things fingers, and French fries are shaped like fingers. So, well,
0: similarly, we have fish sticks, but in the UK they call them fish fingers, and that's way cuter. Yeah, for sure. Even though fish don't have fingers, but
1: yeah. So, uh, anything else? Come to mind?
0: Well, this is a tricky one. You're going to have to give me a minute to think about it. So let's hear your answer first.
1: Well, I made up the french fry thing, but um, I don't know. I should have thought more about this. Um, <laughs> before. I'm trying to think if
0: there are any foods that the name of it itself grosses me out. Great question.
1: I feel like all of those Minnesota salads that aren't really salads should get new nick- names oh that's a great idea you know like uh-huh. instead of jello salad we should call it like pre-vomit <laughs> <laughs> oh so you're just fixing it so that the
0: marketing is like you're it's not false advertising yeah i mean i see i i don't
1: well i have another thing i feel like cottage cheese shouldn't be called cottage cheese That's so funny. I was about to say cottage cheese. Truly, I was.
0: What are your feelings and thoughts on cottage cheese? Well, it's not the most appetizing name to begin with. And I don't know what it has to do with cottages. And it's not really cheesy. So it just seems wrong. Well, I mean, it is
1: cheese. Like, the curds are cheese. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is, like, cottage cheese has a weird name. I think we could just call it curds and whey which is what it is. Oh,
0: and that's cuter too cuz of the whole
1: <laughs> Yeah, eating you her, know. Yeah, eating Ms. her crumbs in way. She was literally yeah. eating cottage cheese.
0: Oh, I never thought about that before.
1: Yeah, for real. That she was just just She was just sitting
0: around eating her cottage cheese. Now that that is it's really Kind of a strange reimagining of this story for it's me. It's
1: a weird nursery rhyme about a girl who loves cottage cheese.
0: <laughs> I just watched a video, uh, courtesy of my friend who who sent me a video uh, showing how they make clotted cream in the UK. Ooh, yeah, yeah, it looks freaking amazing. I've never delicious. had it.
1: I really want to have clotted cream.
0: Um. All right, renaming food
1: is this weird
0: i want to change popsicle to ice treat (laughs) (laughs) that's interesting
1: they don't pop i don't understand popsicle
0: is kind of whimsical though
1: but it doesn't pop i like that makes me think of pop rocks you know like i want to like popsicle to me should have some sort of fizzy element to it to it i guess they're on a stick like a lollipop yeah okay right
0: i mean i think that's where that comes from I was going to say Brussels sprouts because nobody can ever spell it. Like nobody ever knows that like the B is like capitalized and there's an S because it's Brussels, not just the word Brussels lowercase. And like nobody knows that it's plural. Yeah, it's just people have a hard time with Brussels sprouts and it seems like it could be made into a much easier name, especially because it's a delicious food and I feel like it gets a bad rap.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I don't understand why all of these countries like name foods after themselves as if we don't have them elsewhere, right? Like Brussels sprouts are not just native to Brussels. Like I don't get... Although French fries are made other places.
0: I'm not sure that we're actually should be blaming the other countries though i you know could very well be that americans named these after other countries
1: or after some dude's name and he just happened to have a name that was that is a country johnny french (laughs) johnny brussels johnny french
0: johnny french and his potato fingers
1: oh a grilled cheese has always kind of confused me because you're not there's no grill involved there, I guess there could be a grill involved. Well, in other countries, they call them cheese toasties, which I think is, like, oh. way better.
0: It's cuter, too. Of course, most things in the UK are named cuter things. Yeah. So.
1: Like eggplant being aubergine.
0: Yeah. Eggplant is another one that is very unappetizing.
1: Yeah. I agree with you. Um, There's
0: another way to think about this question, though, which is, like, Just what is a food that you eat a lot, and then what is a more fun thing to say? So you just get to say like a way more fun word all the time.
1: Yeah, like I was going to say instead of bagels, you say dough hoops.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. Or instead of spinach, you say like, I don't know, leaf monsters. (laughs) Yeah, love that.
1: I actually like dough hoops uh, for bagels. Maybe bread hoops? I do too. Boiled bread hoops. Yeah. I don't, I don't, it's really important to me that they're very descriptive. <laughs> Clearly, all of mine have been like, no, I need to know exactly what this is from the name. Stop misleading me, grocery stores.
0: Well, I think that was an excellent question. I think we've given the authority many things to think about. Yeah,
1: absolutely. We're going to end on our would you still go out with him? So you've been talking to this guy in a dating app. He seems really great, like very funny, really good rapport. He asks you out. He has a plan. Like he has this like cute date idea. You're all ready to go. You've been like checking in occasionally. And then the day of the date, you text him being like, hey, really looking forward to tonight. And he doesn't text you back.
0: Mm, had that happened before. Do
1: you still go on the date? Like, do you still like go to the scheduled rendezvous point.
0: When's the last time you heard from him? The day before. Day before. And today you kind of tried to confirm and he didn't didn't get back to you today?
1: Yeah. You, you didn't like specifically confirm? You were just like, hey, I'm so excited to see you tonight.
0: Yeah. I think I would still go. Yeah? Yeah. Because like maybe he was like had a really, really busy day at work and he just like didn't have time to reply or something. Um, and it, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. It also doesn't necessarily bother me that much if like, if he's like, well, I already knew that we were meeting then and there and, you know, I wasn't paying much attention to my phone and yeah, I knew I was going to meet you there. I think it wouldn't be enough to put me off, uh, from going.
1: What about you? I think I would double text. Because I, like mm. in the first text, I didn't really ask a question. It would bum me out him for him to not be like, I'm excited too. But like after he didn't say anything, I would I would give it a couple hours and I would be like, hey, just want to confirm, like, are we still on for tonight? Yeah. And what if you didn't respond to that? I would give it some more time. I don't know. It's weird for him to not answer a direct question. This is a hard question, right? I think it depends on where it is and how far out of it, out of my way it is. You know? Sure. Like, I think if it was, like, pre-COVID times and I was working in an office and it was, like, on my way home, I would probably go and then, like, you know, have a drink and if he didn't show up, like, leave. Yeah. And I think it also depends on, like, what the date is. Like, are we just grabbing a drink that, like, at a place I could go by myself and it wouldn't be that weird? Right. Or are we supposed to go, like, mini-golfing and I would have to, like, mini-golf by myself?
0: So Yeah, I guess... I kind of feel like getting stood up sucks no matter where you go. Yeah. I also probably wouldn't usually go mini golfing on a first date. I, I tend to only make my first dates like drinks, coffees, stuff like that. But what's what if you said, hey, I'm excited about tonight and he did respond, but his response was, yep.
1: I think I would still go, but I would be like, I would be like, that's a little bit of a red flag. We'll see. Like, uh-huh. I would be like... I feel like early stages of dating it's all just like points tabulating of like oh I like this about him 10 points to Gryffindor and then like oh I don't like this about him negative five points to Gryffindor you know like Mm -hmm. and then eventually you get to a point where like oh he was Slytherin yeah I was like well eventually you get to a point where they win the house cup and you're no longer tabulating those points yes yes
0: or you find out that he was Slytherin.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so someone saying like giving me a short response. I feel like a short response is better than no response. Um, And I would just kind of like assume he was busy or like in the middle of something and wanted to give me a response.
0: Yeah, I think I would go pretty much no matter what. If we had a set plan. I think I wouldn't probably do the double text in the first place. So maybe I'd be setting myself
1: up more for disappointment. But if I was really excited about the dude, I would go. Like it would be probably very mood dependent. But I like think if I like liked everything else about this guy, I would go. I never got stood up on a date. I've like never been stood up. I know that is not a universal experience, but I do think like it's not the most common like outcome no it's not that usual I've
0: been I've had them cancel the date on me you know an hour before the date sure I've had but them I've never had cancel on me last minute yeah I, I've been stood up by a friend I've had a friend date stand me up really just didn't show oh up. yeah well it was like um somebody that had been friends of, with me like a long, long, long time ago. And then she moved to the city and she was like, we should connect. And so we set up this time and date. And then I showed up and she didn't.
1: Awkward. Uh, and then we never spoke again. But um, wow. yeah. <laughs> now that I realized it, I also did have a girl, like a friend, stand me up once. Oh, wow. it was Like, like accidentally? Sort of. It was like a newish friend and we had made a plan. Mm. And she like overslept her, like, overslept, missed her alarm, and, like, didn't wake up until I was already at the place. Wow, that sucks too.
0: Yeah, but no, I've never been stood up flatly by a guy. I've had guys I wish stood me
1: up before. Yeah, I've never been stood up on a date. Um, So, like, I think I would go just because, like, 100% of the times before this, they have come. So... And, like, if they didn't, if they don't, like, that's on them, not me, you know? Yeah. Of um, course. So I would probably go, I would be a little miffed that they didn't get back to me and hoped there would be, like, some kind of explanation.
0: Yeah. I think I have a lot of grace to give here because I'm notoriously a terrible texter. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Thank you for to all of my friends for putting up with me.
1: I think you're, I I think you're fine. Yeah. Um, so, I, I'm thinking we're agreeing on this one as well. What a shame. Um. So, tell me about your hypothetical world. Right. We used to do that. Yeah, we do we that. We used to That's talk about our show. hypothetical yeah. worlds. Yeah. I'm married to Reese's Puffs and I'm also a triangle. And I'm so glad I went on that date because even though I hadn't showered in four days because Reese's Puffs was there. And we had a long, hard talk about potato fingers and curds and whey. And we're living happily ever after. He doesn't know that I'm cheating on him with uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But, you know, I'm really winning in this because I'm the cutest triangle around. (laughs) How does a triangle date (laughs) 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 Reese's (laughs) Puffs?
0: I just that's a a really basic question. I got to say, I'm (laughs) sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, unfortunately, I'm I'm in a really similar position, and I'm realizing belatedly, I really should have picked square because I'm married to Cinnamon Toast Crunch. (laughs) Yeah, and it's just a bunch of squares. Of course, maybe you know opposites attract, and all that. Bunch of squares fell in love with a triangle, and I did have a long flight that somebody tried to convert me to their religion oh Um, yeah but you just ignored them and it was fine
1: exactly well
0: it helped (laughs) that i was a triangle
1: yeah that's true it's hard to make conversation with a triangle
0: and he already just assumed i believed in the holy trinity so i i could just get away scot-free
1: yeah i mean as far as hypothetical worlds go this feels incredibly neutral Yeah, I mean, I think it it might be one
0: of our more boring ones uh, in terms of how we ended up, you know, as shapes, as lifeless shapes. (laughs) Yeah,
1: well, when you start with a question about which (laughs) two-dimensional object you would like to be, weirdly, it doesn't create the most expansive of worlds. (laughs) But
0: somewhere on this triangle body... There is a mystery tattoo. Yeah,
1: there is. And we are both like thirty to forty thousand dollars richer.
0: Yeah. Which is pretty nice. Which we could spend in our various marriages to cereals.
1: Yeah. Um, so you dear listener, thank you so much for being here after our long hiatus. I hope you enjoyed this. Um If you want to argue with us, feel free to um, comment on our Instagram. Send us a message at argumentsaboutnothing at gmail.com. If you have questions you'd like us to ask on the show, you can send them to us in both of those places as well. Yeah. And we'd like to uh, thank
0: Allison Fields for designing our logo. And we'd like to thank you for joining us uh, after we drop the ball for a whole year. Um, And until next time, keep fighting.